Hey friends, welcome back. This is season three of Thursday Thoughts of a Tea and I'm your amazing host, Angie H. And don't worry, just like every other season, we're gonna have amazing topics. We're gonna have amazing guests. We're gonna deal with our holistic health and we're gonna also dig into societal issues and the things that plagues us. Don't worry, cause I will also be that ray of sunshine on your cloudy day with my motivational moments. So be sure to meet me here every Thursday and have that cup of tea ready and I want you to sit back and enjoy the show. Hey guys and welcome to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. I am your host Angie H. Um, We all are dealing with um, the trauma, the pain, the grief of everything that has taken place um in the week in this past week we're we're dealing with seeing a man um lose his life for the world to see um through a video that circulates and continues to circulate um we're seeing how evil some people are we watched as a man literally lost his life took his last breath and called for his mom and and we're we're dealing with that we're processing that um and then we are seeing peaceful protests we've seen that the peaceful protests are turning bad because they're being gassed they're being shot with rubber bullets they're doing um all these things to stop the peaceful protests um we're also seeing that they're rioting they're looting um and I know that, you know, it's it's a sad situation all the way around. Um, but I wanted to address the mental health part. Um, yes, there's looting and there's rioting, but some this is a different generation. Um, some people can't process their emotions. Um, some people are just fed up, and so they are lashing out and you just have to you just have to watch out because they're that they're at the point where they're that angry they're that tired and i am sick and tired of being sick and tired um we understand that we are three-fifths of a person in your constitution we understand that we understand that you're angry that we are no longer slaves and you want free labor and you still want to abuse and use us we understand but we're tired we're tired and we're fed up um and we are processing. Um, we we are dealing with um, the PTSD, that that post traumatic slave syndrome, that being black in America. I, as a mother and as a wife, as a niece, have to have that fear of my the men in my life, um, my brothers, all dealing with them. And the fear that this could be me. Um, And then you have people that don't quite understand African-American culture and what we're really saying and don't understand the message that we are conveying. You're simply discrediting our emotions and that's making others angry. That's pissing us off even more because you're, you're not even thinking that it's not anything that you just get over it. Um, it's, it's amazing to me that we can justify our white counterparts 
dysfunction and misbehavior um, is painted in a very beautiful portrait of their citizens and they have the right and they can bear arms and they're peacefully protesting while they bring their um, sawed off shotguns and their guns and to the to the White House or to the steps of Congress and oh they're being patriotic but you have unarmed people protesting the inhumane way that someone's life was taken and you shoot them and you gas them and then you wonder why they're tearing up your stuff we are not afforded the same space to be emotional because the world has painted us as the enemy and we are dangerous Um, and I don't know if it's the fear because we were brought to stolen land and treated as slaves and now you want to continue to paint the African American culture as a whole as these animals less than dogs because you are afraid of what's to come you're afraid of the revolution. You're afraid of, you know what? These people might fight back for the first time. And there's a fear there. There's a fear of the African-American man because if he takes his rightful place and stands up, you know that you can be powerless against him. If they begin to unite and show the true strength of manhood, There's a fear that you might can't contain him and you can't beat him. So what better way to make sure that you keep them in the box is to remove them from the home, remove them as leaders and paint them in a picture where you should be feared. And mentally, that takes a lot out of not only the males, but the females that love them. Now we're, as African-American women, we have been hunted. We have been murdered. If there's a bounty on African-American culture's head, because it's going to come a point in time where you can no longer control us because we're becoming so numb to this that the fear of death is being removed. We're becoming so numb that we don't even care about the consequences of what could happen if I react. And it's a sad, it's a sad situation and it's it's a hurtful situation and scary to raise children in. Um I raised my kids to love um, my kids are servants. They be- they believe in serving a people that appreciate them. Um, they don't see the negativity that comes with color. That is not what we have raised them to do. But now we have to get to a point where I have to explain to a seven-year-old when she is so loving and speaks to everybody (laughs) that walks by no matter the race her first thing is hello how are you doing today ma'am 
hey sir how are you doing and they they don't speak to my seven-year-old african-american daughter they walk past her as if she doesn't exist and she doesn't understand why and i have to explain to her baby everybody is just not kind everybody is not going to speak to you but don't allow that to change your heart she's probably confused when mommy says that right like okay but it it hurts her to her core because she doesn't understand why this adult lady is walking past her because she's a little black girl and mentally we are drained mentally we are over it and that sitting down being passive about situations is coming to an end and now my brothers and sisters of African American culture are becoming radical and the chips are freaking falling where they may so where do we go from here we're marching we're protesting some are looting some are doing whatever they do do to process this anger that they feel because it's not just about one one man it's about a lifetime of trauma that we are facing and it's constantly being on display a white male can walk into a church a school kill the innocent spread the blood into the land that is not even his own but for some reason they feel entitled to treat it as if they were the ones that own it and operate it and they are treated with kid gloves and there's an excuse and he didn't take his medication he's misunderstood he didn't know how to process divorce from his parents and he's taken into custody he's given a drink of water and he's fed and what are we gonna do just surrender your weapon oh they're protesting and they got guns at the state buildings and they're walking and they want to come outside you can't tell me i can't come outside so i'm bringing all my guns and i'm going to tell you why i need to come outside during the pandemic that could take my life but no a possible fake $20 bill, couple CDs, maybe some cigarettes. Maybe I just want to play in the park with my toy gun. He's dangerous. He's He needs to be murdered on spot because he's scary. Their fear that African-American culture will rise up against a people that have beaten us, stolen us from our own land, and made us slaves that fear that we will rise up and fight back has have them traumatized to the point where it seems like they have put a bounty on African Americans head and they're supposed to exterminate us so that we no longer exist and then you know growing up I don't know if it was just me <laughs> but growing up you know our white counterparts would tell us that just go back to Africa 
won't y'all just go back to Africa? Do you understand that you brought us here, first of all? Second of all, that go back to Africa? If we went back to Africa, you will become extinct. There's a need for African-American culture. Um, I don't think they understand that half of their inventions would not work without African-American culture. Um, We brought more value to your stolen land than you do. Um, We taught and we still teach. We still serve. We still do things to make whatever we touch great because that is what we have been gifted to do. But yet we have to deal in a society and live in a society that don't even appreciate the value that we bring to the world. And so we're angry. We're mentally drained. And we're sick of it. But my thing is, where do we go from here? I know for me, I don't want to become so numb that this is normal. And I don't want to ever get to a place where we're like, oh, another one. I'm fed up. But what I chose to do is to educate, to research, um, use this time to understand the different triggers that that could potentially put us into another headspace um, to actually see exactly what my ancestors and the people before me had to cope and had to deal with, you know, going back into history, doing that research, because that is what shaped the PTSD that we are dealing with. Um, I picked up a book um, by Dr. Um, Joy DeGru. PTSD basically is the post-traumatic slave syndrome. I, I picked up this book because I wanted to get an understanding of what was embedded in us that we don't even know. Um, that gives us that constant um, fear. We can be doing absolutely nothing. And I, again, maybe it's just me. Um, I can be following every rule everything on that road but as soon as a police officer arrived he could be off duty but if I see a cop car I immediately tense up and I have to look in every mirror to see if he gonna make that u-turn as if I did something wrong it is gonna become a point in time where our children and the generations after us are going to be fearful to call the police about anything. They're going to be nervous to walk past the officer in the store. Um, And yes, we know all cops are not bad, but there are some bad apples. There's some bad apples in everything. But just trying to historically do the research and see what can I do? What do I need to know going forward about the policies and the principles? What needs to be changed? And we're doing this this um, marching and different things like that. And we're doing these protests. And okay, what's our next step? 
Um, is there going to be someone that's well versed in history and things like that? Is that going to be someone that's going to come to the table and say, okay, guys, let's learn about this. Let's, let's, um, learn about these laws and different things like that so that we can present our case that what needs to be changed, um, what law needs to be changed, what is hidden in the law that we're skimming over that we can use to petition the country to do better. What is our next step? What are, what are we going to do next? Um, so yeah, this is the my mental health check-in um, just to see mentally or share mentally how I'm dealing. Um, it is, this is traumatic. Um, in the middle of a virus that has taken so many lives that we don't even know if it was created in a factory and dispersed throughout the world um, as some type of um, population control. We we don't we really don't know um, because if, if it came from the land, we should be able to treat it with things of the land. Um, it wouldn't have to be created in a lab. I mean, we don't, that's another topic for another day, but we're dealing with so much. And again, like I said, I did pick up um, post-traumatic slave syndrome, um, American's legacy of enduring injury and the healing. Um, and I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to start that. So I'll probably be on from time to time, just giving you some little updates of different things that I have found. Um, I have found in this book um, that I feel could be of some help um, to us all just dealing with the the trauma um, from our ancestors and beyond but I just really want you to take the time to process everything that's going on Um, we can empathize with everyone of color whether it's color whether it's happening to us or not um, because it's something that plagues our community and we have to be there for one another we can't keep battling against each other we can't keep not supporting each other because if you have not noticed by now and if you haven't noticed by now this I'm confused on what you're looking at if you have not noticed by now African-American culture is us against the world we don't have time to fight each other We do not have time to sit and wait for a bailout because they may never come for us. So what are we going to do as a culture to support and educate ourselves? And yeah, that's something that they do not want to happen. But it's something that needs to happen for our children and their children. We have generations watching what are we going to teach them? Are we going to teach them valuable information that will sustain them? Or are we going to teach them to act temporarily off emotion and possibly lose even more than we've already lost? So just think about it. And then I'll be right back with your 365 Black Excellence moment.
are you probably asking yourself as you listen to this amazing podcast week after week? Who is Angie H? And it's quite simple. I'm just a wife and a mother trying to use her platforms to empower and impact the world. What platforms, you ask? Anise Charles Organics, A-N-I-S-E, Charles Organics. This is my holistic health company that I use health coaching, holistic nutrition, and herbal products to help you and to promote holistic living from the inside out. Defining our purpose. This is the platform that I use my book, Inspirations, which is a journal devotional, as well as motivational videos. I take the time out to listen to you and help you navigate through your darkest times. But if you want to find out more about both of these platforms, just simply go to www.definingourpurpose.com or as you're scrolling up and down your timelines on IG and Facebook, simply like my page or follow me at Anise Charles Organics, A-N-I-S-E Charles Organics or Defining Our Purpose. Hey guys, and welcome back to Thursday Thoughts Over Tea. And I am here with your Black Excellence 365 moment. Um, June is Black Music Month, so all month long I will be giving you some Black music facts. Um, and our first moment is Black Swan Records. Um, Black Swan Records is the parent company of Pace um, Phonograph Corporation. It was founded March 1921 by Harry Pace, and it was based in Harlem. The new production company was formed after Pace Music Publishing Partnership with W.C. Handy, Pace and Handy had dissolved. Um, So this is actually the first African-American um, record label um, and this was a label that produced jazz artists and jazz music um, Burt Williams was an early investor in Pace Phonograph Williams also promised um, to record for the company once his exclusive contract with the Columbia Records had ended um, but unfortunately he died before that could occur um, Pace Phonograph Corporation was renamed Black Swan Phonograph Company in the fall of 1922. Both the record label and production company were named after the 19th century opera star Elizabeth Greenfield who was also known as the Black Swan. Um, And in unfortunately in 1923 the production company declared bankruptcy um, and in March 1924, Paramount Records bought the Black Swan label. But um, the Black Swan label was revived in the 1990s for a series of CD reissues of historic jazz and blues recordings originally issued on Black Swan and Paramount. These um, CDs were issued by George A. Bucks, Jazzology, and GHB label under the control of George H. Buck Jr. and Jazz Foundation, which gained rights to the Paramount um, catalog, but not the Paramount name. The rights to rename Black Swan Records was also transferred to GHB. So that has been our Black Excellence Moment, and that is Black Swan, our first um, African-American record label and 
I'm a lover of jazz. I don't know about you guys. So this was pretty great information and I'm going to kind of research and see and listen to some of the um, artists that was on the Black Swan label. So thank you for joining me. Have a great day. Hey, so did you enjoy this week's episode? Well, I hope you did, but you know what you can do if you never want to miss another episode? Just simply subscribe to Thursday Thoughts of a Tea on all podcast platforms or follow me on IG at Thursday Thoughts of a Tea. Be sure that if you have any thoughts or concerns or any topics that you want to discuss, simply send me an email at definingourpurpose at gmail.com. Always remember, your thoughts are amazing. But sometimes they're even better when you're sipping on a hot cup of tea. See you next week here on Thursday Thoughts of a Tea with Angie H.